0: Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff. With your host, Glenn Holstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, I want to talk about the book the GM uses to do his games. All right, so I have a GM book, okay? This is the kind of thing that you need, that GMs need as a reference for prep and things like that. Now, I'm not talking about the book I use to run my game. I mean, I have about 11 of those. I'm just that way, you know. Now, I like to, whatever game system I'm using, I like to make a, I use compo books, composition books, and once in a while, bullet journals. But I've got like 11 composition books. Right now, I'm working on my Gangbusters GM book, but I've got it for the mid I've got it for Mutant Future. What else? Hyperborea has got one, and other games like that. In fact, Gangbusters has two. There's a newer one I got to migrate my stuff over to. But anyway, that's what I use to run the run the thing. But I'm talking about reference works. I not only have one G- GM reference book. I have two that I made. And they're in binders. Now, binders are not exactly my favorite thing. Because it just, you know, you, you collect stuff. You know, you collect stuff, you got to put it in a binder. Fine. But sometimes it just it makes it hard to, to manage, but that's why they're reference and not something I use at the table. Whatever I need out of there, I can always copy or whatever. So what I have is the OSR referees game book and the OSR referees reference. Now they're kind of the same th- not really the same thing because they do have different things in there. And mostly, what they're made up of, and I encourage you to do this, are things I found on the internet and things like that. Um, I'm talking websites, PDFs, um, stuff you find on Reddit that you think is handy. You know, things things that that you know that that help you along to make your game. I mean, I have things like... I got at least three dungeon generators in there. Uh, plot generators. Uh, tables, if you... Uh, yeah, I love tables. Tables for everything from making villages... To what's on the menu in a tavern... To to what the monster's carrying around with them... Or something like that. You know, you never... That's the funny thing is... You never really think you need these kind of things... Until you need them. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? And I've also got other books like Tome of Adventure Design and Toolbox and things like that. But these are the things I just, every once in a while I pull these out and I look through them and I'm going, okay, I should use that, I should use that, I should use that. And these things I printed out and put in the binder. I encourage that for any GM. Now, the GM's Referees game book is more about get, making the adventure. The referee's reference is more like, okay, these are tables I may need, and may you know I can I can use that before the game too. And they they do overlap a little, but that's you know that's name of the game, and uh, what you have to do is try and keep it all together. Now I say this having eleven compo books of games, but. That's the whole thing. I keep things in that those two binders, and whatever game I'm running, if I have my GM book for whatever it is, if there's anything in there, loose leaf, I keep it with the book. I just stick it in there and keep it with the book, like maps or whatever. And also, I've went so far as to if I need to Reference a map or some other information, you know, like a PDF or some other way. I will print it out and paste it into this into that book, just so I have it. This is the this is the book I use when I'm going trying to figure out stuff. Okay, what's the plot? Who's this guy? What are the NPCs? Where are we going to be? Location, da 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 da. You know, stuff the practical stuff you need when you're at the table, and the reference the the two GM books that I have, the Adventure and Reference book, help me with those. Because I can cross-reference things and, you know, things like that. And, like I said, you got to keep it together. Here, I'm looking through my Gangbusters book, and I've got, like, at least three, four scenarios I've ran at conventions before and working on a fifth. And I just pulled this out... um, this is, uh, which one is this? I believe this is uh, the one, co- I believe this is uh, the, no, this one's uh, Ring of Fire. My boxing, my boxing scenario. And I've got lists of, you know, I, different, different classes of people like um, reporters, photographers, boxers, writers, private eyes, things like that. So I, had, I, have, I use those as cross-reference there. So there's that. Yeah, On YouTube, you can find, you know, the dozens of, of videos about DM books or GM books or whatever, what have you. But this is the system I'm using. One of these days, I got to consolidate this stuff. But I, I use the GM book. And like I said, I write my scenarios down here. And this is how I work them out. Between this and OneNote, I really like OneNote. I've ran games off OneNote before. Um, but I would also recommend, while we're getting into the game stuff, I would also recommend that you write stuff down. What I mean is, if you're going to run it at another person's house or some other place or a convention or something like that, I like to use OneNote and you know put it put it in there. Because all my devices are linked to OneNote. And I can print it out, too. And I advise you to do that. Either that or have one of these books and transcribe it down into one of the books. Um, Because there's always going to be... Because, like, for instance, I'm going to North Texas. And I'm bringing my laptop, one of my laptops anyway, and my Kindle... Along with me, along with my phone, of course. Uh, but I don't use my phone. I don't. I don't use my phone for that. Um, but I use the Kindle because I have a soundboard on there with sounds loaded, and I use that for like sound effects and music. And I use. I'll use my laptop hooked up to OneNote to bring up whatever I need. But I always have a. Printed, either printed or written up backup of what the, whatever I'm running. Because, you know, you never know every time you got everything set and you can't get internet access. And it just drives me up the wall. I did that once when I was playing over over one of my Monday games at Jimbo's. And what happened was I brought my I brought my my laptop because I was going to use it off of OneNote. But then Gage forgot to bring his laptop because we we uh, we Discord a guy in from... Uh, he lives like two three hours away. So we Discord him in. Oh, I forgot my laptop. Well, I can do it on yours, Grandpa. Okay, fine. But fortunately, I had my GM book and a printout of what I had on OneNote. And I had no problem. So that's why, because one thing, you know, I like to watch bushcraft videos and I always like to work those into my game somehow. You know, okay, uh, what do you want? You know, your character, what are you getting for equipment? Well, I want a pot or a Dutch oven. Dutch oven. Yeah, so I can make meals. But one thing I learned about bushcraft and hiking and things like that in the wilderness is redundancy. Redundancy is your friend. Now, I'm not saying you should get ridiculous about it, but it's nice to have a paper backup to whatever electronics you use and vice versa. Oh, I forgot my notes. No, wait a minute. I've got my Kindle. I've got the PDF on there and uh, I, can, I can grab one note and pull it up and okay, we can play. That kind of thing. So it's always good to have one compliments the other, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's a little extra work, okay? Where you're transcribing down. But like I said, you can always, if you got everything down on one note, just print. Just take it with you. And then make then you can make notes on the printout. So those are the things I use for for my prep, for my running my game. And some people I've seen videos about this is my player book this is what I use to document my player well you know I it, it's not it's not my jam because I'm the kind of guy who's like okay after three after three sessions I know what my character is about and my character. My characters usually are like one to two sentences, in my, usually in my head. I don't even write them down. I know this character. I can play this character. And, you know, I know his likes, dislikes, or whatever. So I don't feel obligated. I don't feel the need for me to have a player's journal or book or something like that. You may. I can understand why they have them now with 5th edition because 5th edition really pushes the roleplay. And people who get and as far as backstory, oh, I can give you one paragraph. That's about it. You know, that's about all I want to do. Um, and you know, I can't do a five-page backstory or something. And I've seen some real elaborate players' books. They look nice. Here's a picture of my character. Here's the character sheet. Here's the. But I'm so old school. I'm such a grognard. I'm just so used to, you know, people. You know. I don't this is why I have the three session rule because in three sessions that character might be dead so I don't get real invested in my characters. Well, let let me Let me um, Put a caveat on that I do get invested in my characters if they live long enough and I know they could die But I do have good memories of them. I remember what their personalities were and what they were like to run. But I'm not the kind of person who's going to spend five hours creating a character and have it die in the second session, if you know what I mean. So I just, I don't invest in my characters until a certain time, usually after the fact something like that, you know. Maybe they got killed in the last game. Okay, fine. I remember him. I'll keep the character sheet. Um, I've got character sheets from dead, dead, uh, dead characters, all you know, in my binders, and you know they're great for like, you know, you go somewhere like a convention or some other group, and it's like, oh, can I play him? And if he's any kind of decent level, or they you pass muster with the GM, go ahead and play them. I mean, who cares if he died in your campaign? He lives in this campaign. That kind of thing. I don't have pro See, there are there also are some GMs who take take your. I remember hearing about about GMs who would take somebody's character sheet when they die and tear it up. I would be livid. I would. I would. I would kill him. Not kill, but I mean, you know, you want to get on my bad side? Do that to me. Because I, I am the one who co- you may have killed the character, but I control the character, and I want that sheet back. I could use that sheet. I could even like base another character on it. So you don't mess with my character sheets that way. See, Matt does the thing like he did. Oh, give me your character sheet, and then he's got a he's he posts them on the wall on the a bulletin board. Uh, he'll write dead on the bottom, and then. Then they'll put. He put it up on the uh, on the board, and so I have had, I have not since he started that. I have not had a character die, but because it's a relatively recent campaign we start. But I know if he tries to do that with my character, there's going to be a problem. There's going to be a problem. So that's my. That's kind of my take on GM's books and player books. You know, doom if you want, G- players' books doom if you want to. I mean, if you you know, but I just I don't have a, I don't have as much confidence of a character surviving as you do. or as fifth edition does I said, or the current edition does, I should say. Anyway, i got to go start my day. So, if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognart at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. For single donations, you go to my Ko-Fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognart, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Gilbert Sárez, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Benjamin Brodell, John Allen Large, and Aaron. Thank you guys very much. This program would be a lot less without you. For other good podcasts, we have Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandit's Key Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later bye. you got questions you got comments send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air